You're listening to the Better Than Fiction Bible Podcast. I'm Gandalf. I'm Matt. And I'm Nathan Van Horn. The Bible is the most read book ever, but to some, it is merely fiction. Join our conversations as we connect the dots to reveal that the story of the Bible is not only true, it's better than fiction. To learn more about the show or to contact us directly, visit us online at www.betterthanfictionbiblepodcast.com. This is episode 87 of the Better Than Fiction Bible Podcast, now at 100% fully armed and operational podcast. <laughs> All three of us together again. Yeah, um, but we, not, we don't we don't know with uh, Apple Podcast what episode number it will be though. We don't know. It has been it has been episode what 38. It has also been episode um, 63. Mm. I think it's 68 now. We we don't know what happened with the last episode on Apple Podcast. Mm. If you, uh, if you listen to us um, in step with how we how we release, then you may have noticed the last week's episode, which is supposed to be episode eighty six, has been given a myriad of of episode number designations in Apple Podcasts, um, and we don't know why, but we'll see if that uh, that sorts itself out. Hey, um, but before we get um, while we're talking about mistakes. Uh, Ooh, before we yes. get too let's, far let's make into some this, time for this. Yes, that's right. Uh, two mistakes need to be acknowledged. One, we were talking about uh, the Oaks of Mamre uh, in the last episode, and I mistakenly said, I, I meant what I said, but I said it wrong. Um, I think I said the last time we see the Oaks of Mamre was Genesis 23 after the uh, the sacrifice of Isaac passage in Genesis 22. I meant that was the last time we see it in the Abraham story, but it's interestingly the the oaks of mamre kind of bookend the patriarchal stories right the last time we'll see the oaks of mamre are genesis uh, 49 to 50 so i'll have more to say about that if we ever get that far on this podcast uh which now that matt is back may not happen um the <laughs> yeah. other thing uh, welcome back scandalous topics guy um just in time for this episode that's that's so true um the other thing is uh gandalf you were vindicated because we we I, again, I've never watched the X-Files, but we talked about the X-Files. I forget how. Uh, and you said, what, what, what did you say for the slogan? Uh, I want to believe. I want to believe. And I said, it's the truth is out there. Um, mm. And my friend Bob, who listens uh, to the podcast, said, technically, you guys were both right, which also means a little bit that we're both wrong. Um, but he said that the poster I want to believe is in Fox Mulder's office on the show. So um, I figured I'd come clean about being wrong on the podcast i like it when we have corrections where i was right this this <laughs> pleases me <laughs> guaranteed that won't get edited out that's it well uh nathan mentioned uh, scandalous topics and matt said right right in time for this episode and listener you may be confused and thinking i don't think there's any scandalous things in the verses that they've read or anywhere near that well mm. never underestimate our ability to scandalize mm. what is in the bible <laughs> Or never underestimate is, English translators' ability to unscandalize the Bible. Mm. You know, that's we we've talked about this uh before we even get into today's passage. Uh it was at the first church uh that I pastored full time. Uh I had a church member and he really put this on my radar. He, you know, I think he called it the precious moments effect. He said every depiction of David and Goliath, you know, David has the five smooth stones. They said, you never see David cutting Goliath's head off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said, we just kind of, we kind of neutralize uh, a lot in the Bible. And we, 
we we tone it down. Uh, and sometimes, to Matt's point, our translations do that for us. Yep. Well, that actually, Matt, you said something very similar very recently when we were on the way back from the First Baptist Tupelo uh, staff retreat. Uh-oh. You said that you said that the Bible was rated R. It is. It is. He like, said if you made a movie about the Bible, it would have to be rated R. Yes, it is. There's just no way around it. Uh, so with all, with all that being said, where, where are we going to be today? We are going to be in Genesis 18, nine through 15. There we go. All right. So we're well, not, Matt, to, we're to, not uh, to Sodom and Gomorrah. We're still in the conversation between the three, uh, slash divine beings slash, um, we don't really know exactly how that all fits together. And Abraham and now Sarah is entering into the conversation. That's where we are today. Well, Matt, to celebrate your return, would you like to read th- this passage for us? Sure. Yahtzee. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so as always from the English Standard Version, beginning in Genesis 18, verse number nine, the scripture says, they said to him, where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, she is in the tent. The Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in years. The way of women had ceased to be with Sarah. So Sarah laughed to herself saying, after I'm worn out and my Lord is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, shall I indeed bear a child now that I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you about this time next year, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. He said, no, but you did laugh. All right. I love that call out at the end. It's like, no, but you did. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, this morning, Facebook brought up a memory for me. Uh, I think it was in 2019, Haley and I were driving somewhere and she like, you know, she, she did backseat driver on me and I was like, Haley, I know where I'm going. And then about 30 seconds later, we were stopped in the middle of the road by a dead end road sign. And she said, yeah, about that. Mm. I didn't laugh, <laughs> God, but didn't you, didn't you laugh? Mm. So there's a uh, lot going on here. Yeah. Um, and I have to, I have to say, I'm, I'm a, a little bit, I'm a little bit confused when we first read this. We talked about scandalous topics. I, I, cause I'm not seeing anything scandalous well, in here. So well, before, I, I've preached on this passage before, and this is actually a favorite passage of mine to preach just because the whole idea, is there anything too difficult for God to do? That's so that's inspirational. A, that's, that's a beautiful question. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Nathan shared before the podcast, I mean, you've preached similar messages on this and I will be honest until we started doing our homework on this. I just honestly missed a couple things here. That's that about all there was pertinent. to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I do say there, the one thing and this, this, this is not from us. It was from uh, one of our, our faithful female listeners. Um, she will be pleased that we have an episode centered on Sarah cause she, she wrote in, uh, I think it was after the last episode about, uh, you know, Abraham just saying, oh, God's here, honey, I need you to get in the kitchen and make some bread real quick. Uh, you know, she, <laughs> she wrote, uh, any man that's ever said to his wife, Hey babe, why don't you make some bread real quick has clearly never made bread himself. It is not a good <laughs> process. So, Hey, maybe this is the earliest biblical reference to matzah, right? Flatbread. Mm. 
so one of the things that we see that was really funny in my head keep going no it was funny i was laughing (laughs) i laughed i did laugh i did no you did not laugh no i did there yeah but you but you did (laughs) but But you you did did. (laughs) i i really did laugh past that was so well timed very well done (laughs) see how i laugh at your jokes Um, yeah yeah so there's a couple of things here uh we want to talk about some words here but there's a few things that Genesis does over and over again that I think is helpful here. There's a comparison contrast. Like a few months ago, we talked about you had the promises that Hagar got, and then you have the promises that Abraham got, and we compared them. Um, Later in Genesis, you're going to have this scandalous episode between Judah and Tamar and a non-scandalous but tried to be scandalous episode between joseph and potiphar's wife like there you keep showing this and that this and that this and that all throughout genesis to make a point and we're going to talk about a word today edna and pleasure and i'm going to point out something we're going to point out something that it may surprise you a little bit but what is this word that we caught today nathan that is new for us are are you talking about edna uh-huh. Yeah, so in 1812, which is a famous number in American history and on this podcast, mm-hmm. um, in 1812, so Sarah laughed to herself saying, after I am worn out and my Lord is old, shall I have pleasure? Uh, and this is the Hebrew word uh, from which we get the English word Edna. Edna, you know, a couple of generations ago, that was a pretty popular name. I have an uh, Edna. I've, I've preached at an Edna Baptist Edna. Church. Mm-hmm. Just speaking for myself. Before we did our podcast homework, uh, I've always understood that just reading it, you know, through an English or even translating through it in Hebrew as the pleasure of becoming a mother. Right. Is that, is that fair? I That's mean, how that, I read it. Is that sound familiar? I read it. Um, but is, is that the best way to, you know, so like right before we started recording, uh, you know, Matt and I were talking like, here's how I've. Uh, understood this. Here's how I've understood this. And I was like, man, I, I don't feel like I have a whole lot of, of insight to contribute to today's episode. And then we, we kind of got hung up on this word and a lot of, a lot of discussion blossomed out of this one little bit. Hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, Edna, uh, is, is not just pleasure. It, it connotes a kind of pleasure, right? Like intimate pleasure, sexual pleasure. It, yeah. Intimate pleasure. Uh, sexual intimacy between a man and a wife, uh, even. Um, and so it's, it's not just Sarah saying, uh, after I'm worn out and my Lord is old, shall oh, I now have a baby? I'm going to have a baby. It's, it's, Hey, See, this is Sarah saying, uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there, there's the possibility that Abraham and Sarah have not been intimate in a while. I mean, after all, they're very advanced in years. No offense to anyone listening to this. Who's in their nineties. Um, mm-hmm. but they're, they're very advanced in their years. Uh, and we know for at least a time, Abraham's intimacy was directed elsewhere. Fair? That's right. Gandalf, you remember us talking about that one. Where's the last recording of his intimacy? It's, it's not with Sarah. It's right. With, it's with, it's with a young woman, Hagar, mm. or at least younger. Right. Um, but Sarah, sir. And then now this is Sarah acknowledging here in the text that she and Abraham have not been intimate and she is acknowledging not just that she's having a child, but like after I am worn out and my Lord is old, 
shall we have this intimate pleasure together? That's what she's saying. And I've just never read it that way until we slowed down and looked at the original yeah, language. Yeah, and, and it's, that little one detail, and, and by the way, we've talked about this. Uh, the Bible does not uh, scandalize uh, and make sex taboo the way that we tend to, right? right. Especially, especially not in the context of man and, and woman, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's the whole Song of Solomon thing, which I'm personally praying we never get to in our lifetimes. I'll let, I'll, I'll let Matt's, be at least eight months. About I'll let Matt's kids inherit his scandalous topics mantle and, <laughs> and let them build their way through that while yeah. the Van Horn kids remain silent on those episodes. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, but, but I mean, intimate so pleasure is, is given by God pre-fall, not post-fall. It's a part of be fruitful and multiply and, uh, the fall as with everything else in creation has marred sexual pleasure. And the reason we think about it, we all, you know, we want to say, well, you, see, you see that at work later in the same passage. That's right. <laughs> uh, That's right. in other words, you, you have in this path, in this passage, you, you, uh, read about God giving human characters, the hope of bearing a child through sexual activity when they thought they were past it, or at least past right. it together. And not long after this, you'll have the exact opposite thing going on in the judgment of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. Um, See, this is, this is what's interesting to me when you, I was talking a second ago about the, this and that. So if you look at Genesis 18 verse nine, they said to him, where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, she is in the tent. The Lord has come that he might bestow a blessing upon the Lord is bringing a blessing. One chapter later, the same exchange occurs in Genesis 19, except it is not the Lord speaking. It's the men of Sodom. Mm. Genesis 19 verse five. And they called the lot. Where are the men who came with you to bring them out to us that we may know them? So, so different in the discussion here, God comes to bestow a blessing and to bless and the men of Sodom are looking to exploit this in order to seize this so-called pleasure for themselves. That's right. It, it's it, just the way of the world versus the way of God. And God's, it's, it's, but this is not the only, this is, it also reminds me of something else. And this is that Edna thing coming back. Um, you know, uh, so last week you know, we talked about this and it made me think of the comment that was sent in last week. We talked about what a good host, uh, Abraham was right. Abraham welcomed God. Um, right. And, but it's Sarah who does all the cooking, right? <laughs> you know, a a Abraham's a great delegator. Hey, you, you kill the calf, uh, Sarah, go bake some bread. Um, it's interesting that you have God engaging her because I, I don't, my mind doesn't first go forward to Sodom and Gomorrah. I think what you said is absolutely, uh, there in the text. It's absolutely valid. My mind first goes back to Eden, right? Mm, that's what uh, I, that's you, what I was thinking. You, you, you hear about God showing up, asking questions and looking for people in Eden, because we've talked a lot about the Adam Abraham thing, right. thing mm -hmm. things go wrong through Adam's family. God has got this long story of making things right through Abraham's family. When God shows up looking for someone the first time, it's because Adam and Eve have sinned mm -hmm. and they're hiding They're They, they, they don't want to have that confrontation. Right. Here, Abraham and Sarah have, have welcomed God and she's, she has prepared the meal. And again, the meal, Genesis three verses here, uh, she has prepared the meal and God says, Hey, where's Sarah? It's not always, you know, 
we think of that like that Johnny Cash song when the man comes around. Right. And we're like you said, Matt, we read the Old Testament, God's showing up. We always think something apocalyptic is about to happen. When God shows up, somebody has to die. Uh, uh, it's that, funny that you it's funny you say when the man comes around and it being apocalyptic, because I have actually for this church, at the request of Brother Matt, made us a video about the apocalypse <laughs> the featuring apocalypse when the man comes around. That Johnny Cash song. But the, uh, it's just when we think of the Old Testament, because I'm being baited to sing if you're not a discerning listener. Uh, when the so, man but when we think around. of the Old Testament, we think when God shows up, people die, bad things happen. And <laughs> and to be like, fair, Sodom and Gomorrah right after this. <laughs> yes, it, it is true. But it, God shows up to bless in verse 18. And it's it's interesting that when God shows up in Sodom, though, it is the men of Sodom that are wanting to do harm, not God, because God was going into Sodom to see, hey, is this judgment warranted? So there, every time God shows up, we should not assume it's just to bring the hammer down. Mm. And I think, but just to be safe, you should prepare a charcuterie board. Right. And so also the lack of ho the hospitality that Abram gives these visitors and the lack of hospitality that is received. That's and in it. fact, it's interesting. Doesn't Ezekiel talk about Sodom, the, the sin being in hospitality. Yeah, um, that, that comes up elsewhere. Absolutely. So, so anyway, when we look at this though, and Nathan, in our conversation beforehand, when we talked about, you know, like, where are you, Adam? You know, where are, you know, where are you, Sarah? Where is Sarah? Well, and, and the second time God, I mean, we also talked about the second time God comes looking for someone is just outside of the garden. You know, so we talked about how the fall um, I always think of C.S. Lewis, uh, that we are far too early, far too easily pleased. Uh, for me, when I think about things about the, you know, the contentment you eat with a good meal, uh, the fulfillment of, uh, sexual intimacy th to me, these are, these are clues to an even greater, more fulfilling pleasure of being in God's presence, uh, right. forever. These, these fleeting momentary sensations available to us in the here and now are hints of something much greater and more enduring. Um, and, uh, yeah. anyway, but uh, so we, we talked about how that gets perverted with the fall. It's interesting because right after the fall, God blesses them with kids intimacy, right? You remember that when we talked mm. about, um, uh, the next thing that it says, Adam knew, uh, was Eve. Um, and God blesses them with kids and God shows up looking for one of the kids when something has gone terribly wrong. Right. Um, and so, I don't know, it's, it's interesting seeing in this, I, I, Matt is absolutely right. This is absolutely pointing forward to Sodom and Gomorrah to establish a contrast. I, I think it's also trying to bring the front cover of the Bible with it, with Eden. In fact, Matt, this word pleasure that we've talked about, right? We, we talked about this right before we started recording. This word pleasure is Edenah. Basically, it is so close and almost certainly derived from the Hebrew word for Eden. Uh, Eden means pleasure or, uh, you know, beautiful and, and, and that whole, uh, kind of semantic, uh, domain. So, um, I, I, I love the way that you're seeing the Bible, not only moves the, the Bible, not only progresses and moves forward, it brings the front cover with it is what I like to say. It never, it doesn't leave the front matter behind. Um, Nathan, I love that quote about the front cover coming with it. It's, it's all connected, which is that's, that's a point we make over and over again. It's. Kind of like, um, you know, the image of like the crazed conspiracy theorists with like all the red twine 
and the newspaper clippings all on the wall. It's like that, except for it's like, it's the Bible and it's actually. We're, cra- um, we're crazy, but not about this. And we keep saying that, exactly, but there eventually yes. will be something we're crazy about. <laughs> but it, it, today is not that day. Something I want to point out here. We talked, we briefly touched about this a couple of episodes back. Um, and that's Sarah laughing. And we talked about the juxtaposition. There's that word again, uh, between like the laughing of Abraham and the laughing of Sarah. So let's, let, let me, we can unpack that a little bit more, like in light of what we're talking about. Today. Oh, cause like, when we talked about it before, Abraham's laughter is not incredulous, but it seems like Sarah's is. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how, that's how I'm reading it, which in light of what we're talking about today makes a little bit more sense to me. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> are, are we having this conversation? Are we having it's this conversation really now? <laughs> right. Right. And also, uh, we've talked about is the front cover coming with it. We talk about where this is going. It's been a while since we've talked about it. Nope. Just, to, um, watch yourself, Matt. That's right. But it's been a while since Careful. we talked about this whole idea of revelation mirroring Genesis, that when you look at the closing chapters of what total restoration is going to look like the closest thing we can see is and what's what's funny is just prior to us recording this podcast i'm on a group text with uh some pastor uh buddies of mine one of which is uh nathan another guy named carrie and carrie just texted us a verse on revelation where jesus will wipe away every team and one of the things is that we'll what emotion is left after tears and sadness are gone? Mm. I mean, joy and happiness. I mean, all, all of that negative stuff, all of the hurt, all the pain is just a product of the fall. So Matt, Nathan, you said, you saying that you, it, I, we've had the conversation before. I think we have had the conversation before about Isaac being named laughter. Mm-hmm. And you know, what is it capturing Abraham's believing laughter? Is it capturing uh, you know, maybe the bitter hurt laughter of the woman who's been spurned from, from Sarah and maybe it's capturing all of it. Right. Yeah. So I, I had something, uh, happen this week that was quite frustrating and stressful. I lost my wallet and I lost my wallet for like five, six hours of desperately looking for it because I needed it in order to accomplish a task, uh, for my job responsibilities. And I. I just couldn't find it. We tore the house apart, uh, you know, bribed my children. Like if you'll find it for daddy, you know, I'll buy you a big (laughs) bag of gummy bears and all those things. Turns out I had dropped my wallet at 530 AM at a boat at the boat ramp, not far from our house. There's some guys at church that, uh, I went fishing with for a couple of hours. And when I got out of his truck, uh, I dropped my wallet. And then never paid attention to it, went on into the office after that. And I looked later for six, five, six straight hours. My wife came home from work. We could not find my wallet. I'm pulling my hair out. And then I end up driving back out there and the wallet had been sitting there all day. And all of that anger, all that frustration, all of that pulling my hair out immediately turned into laughter. And I could not stop laughing. But you looked like a Looney Tune. At that point, <laughs> that's right. And so there, there is something rabbit season, duck season, sorry, getting back it. to Eden, it will produce Edna. It will produce pleasure. And in this sense, it is talking about sexual pleasure. But as we've talked about before, is that 
Eden, the pleasure of Eden is more than just sexual pleasure. Like we talked about, this has been a long time ago, that intimacy between a man and a wife is that one holdout that we can still experience the vulnerability and intimacy of of how God wanted us to experience every bit of our life between each other and himself. Mm. And when you get to taste life in its sweetness and the way it's meant to be lived, all you can do is laugh in the sense she's sitting here thinking about, I thought this part of my marriage was over and I thought I was never going to have a baby. All there is left is laughter. Well, this is, I mean, Matt, you know, this, when we uh, found out we were pregnant with McKenzie, I'm sorry, when we found out Haley, um, was pregnant with McKenzie, uh, you know, after, uh, after Jace, we had some infertility stuff. And after five years of the riding that wave up and down, can we get pregnant? Can we not? Let's try this and all that stuff. We kind of dismissed that possibility. Right. And right before, uh, COVID we were looking into pursuing adoption and then COVID happened. We put that on hold the next spring. Um, Haley said, you know, do you want to, you know, pursue the adoption stuff? And I said, let's pray about it. And it was actually Haley, not me who said, I feel like this is not God's timing for us. And two weeks later, she finds out she's pregnant. It was on a Sunday. And, you know, when she tosses the pregnancy test to me, I had nothing to say, which is a big statement for me. Right. I just, I just broke into this uncontrolled laughter. That's like, (laughs) and there, there was, there was so much, there was so much emotion and there was so much to the laughter. It was not like funny punchline laughter. It was, I just, I couldn't stop laughing. Um, Nathan, one of the things that you've taught us a lot in this podcast is that the essence of the Bible is not that broken things become fixed, but you've said it so many times that dead things become alive. And the, in fact, doesn't the New Testament focus on the deadness of Sarah's womb? Oh yeah. That's Romans four. Yeah. It said Abraham already regarded himself as having been put to death in the necromenos and likewise considered the deadness of her metros, her motherly regions. And to go back where you were talking about early about, you know, when God shows up, it's not always bad because I'm like Nathan, when I heard, uh, Sarah, where is your wife? I'm immediately thinking Eden and like, that was bad, right? God showing up when, you know, the, the curse happened, but here it's, it's almost kind of like the reversal of the curse, right? It's the reverse of Eden of what happened in Eden. It's like, they're going back towards the life. Whereas sin was pushing them farther away from it. Yeah. Yeah. I think sin introduces, it. sin introduces death. And again, I, I don't want to overlook that right after, you know, even when God's again, God is just so much more gracious than we are, um, that we have a hard time understanding it. Um, it's so telling for me Well, we talked about this in Eden, right after God gets talking about the consequences for sin, Adam renames his wife, Eve, mm-hmm. which is from the word for life. Yeah, and <laughs> you know? oh, and they've just been renamed. Yahtzee. Oh, big, big. How about that? Yahtzee. <laughs> they've just been renamed. Say, listener, you're learning along with us. <laughs> yeah. But there so, is a plan. Well, speaking, right. of, speaking of uh, more grace, this actually like makes me think more highly of Sarah than my casual readings of this passage have in the past. Because it's like, it's easy to be like, okay, well, Abraham believed. And Sarah, she's, she's, she's lacking faith, but there's a little more, there's a little bit more to it than that. When she Mm. laughs, her laugh is not just of unfaith, but a little bit of, you know, a little bit of hurt there. Mm. It it just makes me, it it casts a little more human light on Sarah, I think. 
And again, yeah, God doesn't, God, God says you did laugh, but God, he doesn't revoke the blessing. He doesn't pronounce a, a, this harsh judgment over her, you know? Mm. Uh, if, if in other words, it's Matt made this point before we recorded when she laughs, she, she doesn't like abruptly, rudely laugh out loud. She laughs to her. Mm. Right. And, and if anything, it's showing that God, the same God who knows what he's promising also understands the way that in light of our experiences, he knows the way that we process his promises. Um, but he's, but he's still the, the good God who made the promise and will keep his word. Well, listener, there's another promise we make and we mostly keep it and, uh, not always, but mostly. And that's, we release a new episode every Tuesday morning and you can be inheritors of such a promise. If only you like, and subscribe to the better than fiction Bible podcast. Um, and that way you can hear most of the time, the three of us unraveling the narrative of the Bible. We'd love to see you again every Tuesday morning. That's the plus mark on Apple Podcasts, the heart on Spotify, the checkbox on Google Podcasts, or whatever that looks like on whatever third-party platform you're listening. So until then, you guys have a great week, and we will join you next Tuesday morning to discuss a little bit more of this grand narrative. See you next time. Shalom. It feels so good to hear hear the correct cadence of the sign-off. I thought about saying Edna instead of see you next time. Uh, Shout mode. out to all the Ednas out there. Edna <laughs> mode. All right, I'm stopping. I'm locking it in.